Blog Talk Radio.
welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Dr. Patrick, that is, um, let me spell her name properly, that is uh, Omau, Omau Sangare. Omau Sangare is uh, a top musician, music, um, uh, uh, lady musician from uh, the uh, country uh, of Mali, the country of Mali. And um, um, trying to go, Dr. Patrick, into a lot of these countries, uh, listening to uh, their music. Uh, I wish Josiah Nathan was here. Um, there is a sense, in a way, music, even if you don't understand the language, uh, mm-hmm. it's like they are speaking. They are speaking to your, to your, to your heart. And I, I don't know this exercise I'm doing. But say well, it is making me feel like these people are so so close to me, you, you know, Doctor Patrick. Uh, what is your sense of that lady? I know you were not understanding, but you really wanted to to sing that song. Uh, let me let me let me um, say this, Mulanda yeah. uh, Mulanda Sunny, and that is beautiful. How do you say that? Because <laughs> that that that. She she sang that song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you, yeah. how do you how do you say, uh, Bulanda Sunny? That is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> that is beautiful. But the same way, don't But Doctor Patrick, that is beautiful in Bemba. Chisuma is too light. We, we need something much heavy. Young Africa, we know. Ah, what's beautiful. The way that's, that's beautiful. Who knows beautiful. That's beautiful. I think it's Shavota, something like that. Shavota? Yeah, don't Shavota. Okay, how how would you say, um, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, I just want to say that the music I just heard or you just played, Roger, is wonderful. It's, it's how do you express a good feeling about yeah. Listening yeah. Okay. Now, now you are talking. We, we, we uh, because the problem, the, the problem we are making here, we want to make direct translation. But I like uh-huh. the, the, that question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nathan, in Copa, mm-hmm. we would say uh, that, that song is Luka. very powerful. Luca, you're Luca is the direct translation to English is powerful. But oh, uh, yes. oh, no 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 no. Luca the direct transac- translation would be like fierce. But mm-hmm. it is meant mm-hmm. to describe something very nice. Something yes. very nice. Or if you have a football team which is very uh, which is very good, you say that football team Ikali. Uh, so mm, that's all yeah. Ukali <laughs> Yeah. Um actually I I had you in mind when I 
I, I was a um again I invite everyone this uh, um journey we are taking on Zambia Block Talk Radio of finding music across the continent. Um number one, like I said, Doctor Patrick, it is really, really bringing me across as an individual to some of these people. I, you know, when I was listening to that song, I was watching the video. I'll, I'll send you the link so you can watch it uh, as, as well. Mali, first oh, and foremost, uh, Nathan is beautiful. Uh, BBC has shown, has shown us Mali uh, just as a desert. That's what they, they've shown us. But when you see the pictures uh, in that song, it's a beautiful uh, town, uh, beautiful places. I'm like, man, we, we, that, we that need country, to... That country has got a lot of rich ancient history stuff. Mm, yes. mm, mm. Th- th- those yeah. countries are dangerously rich in history. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's where civilization started. I mean, started from. Where, yeah. When you see some of the yeah. architecture there, you. <laughs> but, but again, wh- what we are fed by the media is uh, that picture which always comes is a desert, is this, is, is this. We don't, it's town, you look at the roads, my goodness. Nice and beautiful place. A nice and beautiful place. Uh, so that mm. is the Oma uh, Sangare. Oma Sangare, one of the top African, um, top African uh, music artists in 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 Africa. Yeah. Roger, um, why, why you on the uh, Roger? Why you on the topic? Uh, last week I wanted to comment on. Uh, you made a comment about Angola music. Uh, I don't know if you were a little bit disappointed, but I've been disappointed about Angola's music. And the reason uh, I've been disappointed, just like you were saying about uh, the song you played, those are ancient history. And uh, I love uh, music myself and uh, reading about uh, some of the things that I read takes me back to the way the voice, you know, if you hear about that voice, that voice has been in tune for centuries. And that's, that's, that's voice that has been on working just like they do carbon dating you know if you know about carbon dating they like even if you cut a tree you take it layer by layer you know you see how old that uh, that uh, that tree has been you know that voice man it's so just uh, ah man it's so beautiful but when you come to angola when you come to angola and this is just for history purposes and for things that uh, 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 our people should be looking at the people colonized uh, uh, Angola. They have done some some things that, uh, if you look at that kind of music, is not Angolan. It's not Angola. The Portuguese mm. they came in and changed, and they wanted to be their, their way. And this is history. This is how the forefathers done the the, the forefathers both, you know, the colonizer and ourselves, you know. Mm. And uh, that's, mm. that's when. When ourselves we start standing up because this is history, you know. We yeah. say, "Oh, these people yeah. are inferior because we let them come and, uh, you know." Yeah. But and at the same time, they should and re- I, I, I realize that look, look, you did leave uh, uh, the, the Angola, Angola. If you just take music itself, you know, Angola, they did something on Angolans people, you know. I I and, uh, I, 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 I agree I with you, Bayama. I. I, I, I agree with I, you. I, I mean, like we are saying, we are talking about uh, Mari and all these. 
my mind in Hassan was crowded and think I, we, we Spain actually. Say, who divided us? You, you know? So these, these are my sisters. Yeah, these are my brothers. Who, who divided us? It's the politicians. Just remember. Go ahead, Dr. Pan. Just, just, just remember, my brothers and sisters, when we're speaking of um, Angola, Angola did not go quietly in the dark to the Portuguese colonization. No. Uh, oh, there no. is a, uh, a great woman, a great woman, and it's Queen Nzinga. Uh, if, if you were to go to the embassy, the Angolan embassy in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. they proudly have her picture hanging on the wall. And, and those who are bereft of uh, ancient history, uh, they would be proud to see her hanging up on the walls to let you know that Angolans do remember their history and will not uh, forget their past. So if anyone has the opportunity, Queen Nzinga, a wonderful, marvelous woman. Thank you, Dr. Patrick. Definitely will do that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, thank you for that. Um, we also reflect on independence, the 56 uh, independence, uh, but we'll take a very different angle. We'll take the painful, uh, the painful angle, why we seem <laughs> to be going uh, backwards uh, in our, our independence. Um, with all their problems, the Americans, we look at uh, their independence, they are always, Nathan, uh, correct, I, I don't know, re, uh, reshaping themselves. They, 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 they will go w- one step backwards, they will make two steps uh, forward. I look at um, the nomination and the election of Trump. Uh, all of us, we see it as one of the, maybe the painful part or one of the painful parts of America. But at the same time, here we are. Uh, we are just about to uh, inaugurate the first female uh, black uh, vice president, a woman and a woman of, of, of color. Um, look at what the damage the Bushes did. Uh, that gave us the first black president. So with mm-hmm. everything, they tried to go one step, nothing. I think the Americans, they have a way of taking two steps forward. Yes. On the other uh, hand, when it comes mm-hmm. to Africa, it seems that we are going uh, backwards. We are going to look at the matrix of education, mm-hmm. okay. the matrix of healthcare, the matrix of, 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 of unity, uh, this mm-hmm. is where I think, uh, yeah. So those are some of the the things we are, we are going to to look at. Um, let's do that. I think at the bottom of uh, of the hour. Let's look at uh, the other stories here. Just let's say hello to uh, the people who are here. We have said hello to Vayama. Um, seven zero three. Seven zero three. Last four numbers. That's me. That's uh, that's Dr. Chava. This is McDonald. Oh, Dr. Chava, welcome back. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. Yes, thank you. 
good, good to, good to have you. you. You've been a stranger for, I don't know. And we can congratulate in years, Dr. Shava. That's not fair. Yes. In years. Yes. You're right. Yeah, good to have you, my brother. Good to have you. Uh, brother Nyambe, welcome. Yeah, 647. Six, oh, Patrick. <laughs> brother Patrick. Brother Patrick. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I, I don't know if I've got enough time, but I also had um, uh, a a segment just for you, but I don't know if I'm going to have time. Uh, brother, um, brother Charlie in Florida. How's Florida? Florida is good, sunny, and uh, pretty hot as always. Is it yeah. going uh, Democrat or is it going Republican? Uh, Florida is one of those where they are, they are, they are, it's still a toss-up because what the polls say, we, we, if we relax, you may end up with the last, last election country situation because these guys in the yeah. they didn't get counted in the polls. <laughs> and they are many, okay. they are many. So yeah. we, we can't relax. We can't go just by the polls and start celebrating. We've got to. No, 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 no. I think the, the Democrats have been very aggressive, actually, if you can agree with um, me. No, uh, no, no. They, are, they are really emphasizing on that point. Uh, forget the no, polls. Please. Don't look at the polls. Forget the polls. <laughs> Remember what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now they are even overconscious in my view. They are you? overdoing it. It's, it's even making them. That's, that's how you come out with a white with a, with a sweep when you are overconscious. Yeah. So, okay. That that is good. That is that is that that, that, that is because they, I mean, but, but Trump is ready to go. Roger. Uh-huh. Roger. I've been around yes. here. People have started early voting and some of the places. Um, the, the number of places where we see Trump people, you're wondering, like, wait a minute, what about the Biden people? Where are they? You see the Trump people visible on the streets. So it, it's a little concerning, maybe not too much, but, but I think we... we what are, maybe, maybe, you, you, maybe you live in the in Alabama part of Florida. <laughs> uh, well, yeah.
60% the turnout. Um, Republican by now would have had a lot of respect for democratic um, uh, message. Each time they uh, come out 60, only 60, it is a win for Democrats. It is a win for Democrats. Trying to answer your question when you say, is it a, a, an option for me to, to, to stay home? I kept thinking about that. You know, is it it is it a, a right? Yes, it is a right. But guess what happened, um, uh, uh, Brother Patrick? Fifty. You know, do you know fifty cents? I, I think the artist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know him, fifty yeah. cents, the artist? So he wrote a Twitter yeah, message. Right. Yeah, he wrote a Twitter message. Uh, how he was uh, saying bad things about Biden, and that is going to vote for for Trump because of uh, high taxes. Mm -hmm. And there was so much backlash to him. The following morning, 50 cents, uh, Brother Patrick, this was I was thinking about you. 50 cents um, came out with a book. He's selling. And everyone now is telling him, go and sell it to Trump. The, the, the <laughs> audience, 50 cents, the people who would buy 50 cents book are most likely to be to be black, are most likely to be liberals, uh, are most likely to be Biden supporters. So he has the right, definitely, he has the right to support Trump all he wants. But guess what is going to happen to his book? And everyone was saying, how, how stupid can you be? On the day you want to launch your book, you are supporting Trump. How stupid can you be? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know who, who – his publishers can't be too happy with right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. It really is going to be interesting to see. Now, with Obama, of course, there was pressure to – no matter where you stood as a black person a lot of times, you, you – Obama was different. Obama was a whole different animal for black people because – even though he's not, his, his heritage is not foundational, meaning his, his, his roots don't lead back to the killing fields of the American South. He, he, it, it was an inspirational thing. And so people like my father, who thought he would never see a black man in the White House, um, they were just encapsulated, and everyone was. So I think Obama... In, in the midst, you know, talking about this election this year, I think the Obama presidency was different. It, it was. Different. Oh, we agree with that. And I don't think you can. There's use, no argument. I don't think you can use. Yeah, you, I don't think you can use that as a measuring stick to what's going on now with the current race. I don't think. Of, of course, I mean definitely, Patrick. Two different scenarios, circumstances, because. Even back in Zambia, we had a situation in 1991. That election will never be replicated or repeated, just like the Obama situation. I mean, it was just unique. Like you referenced uh, your dad, who said, I mean, almost every older African or black person's generation, they never thought that would happen in their time, in their lifetime. Uh, that was just a moment 
where I mean, look at the the percentage of the black. That was what ninety. Was that ninety eight percent black vote he got, or ninety five? I can't remember. Yeah, I mean yeah, that that somewhere. that mm-hmm. that in itself was a record. And nobody has ever done that in the history of America. In elections, ninety plus percent. I mean, it's because even the the what's the word? The the narrative changed because it used to be that when the Latinos vote in large numbers, the demo it changed to. To, to, to the black people now. You can even see that the Latinos are even complaining that they don't seem to be uh, a component in this election. I mean, they are not being talked about so much. I know Biden did talk about, when they mentioned the, they brought up the issue of immigration at the last debate, Biden did talk about it a little bit. But, I mean, th- those are unique moments in history which cannot be repeated. I mean, but... Okay. I think, yeah. Uh, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say that it's worth, it's always worth noting that there is a moment, uh, and we, we had that moment, the, uh, the, the Americans had that moment, the Obama moment. Everything was just right for that number of, uh, for that, for that uh, participation level in 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 the political uh, dispensation, then came the uh, uh, the Trump uh, era, uh, the Trump moment, and who knows how that how how long that goes, and there might come another moment. So I think it's, it's just recognizing the moment and um, keep keep reflecting reflecting back on this point that moments are defined by the culture around us and the things that that are in the political dispensation that people are debating about the issues that are uh, of importance to to the voting uh, population i think this is the moment of, of coronavirus i think it will be mm. defined by by the combination of what yeah. we have yeah. in terms of political leadership what we have on the on the social Political front, and 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 the next moment that Americans are now defining in this vote. Okay, uh, this next question arises from uh, last week, from Liam Obatisa with the uh, comment. Uh, we we will phrase this uh, this question like, like this: um, when we talk about uh, Trump and uh, the other people's uh, election. Uh, two questions. Do, do white people understand um, the black people's concern? When we, when, we are, when we are complaining about the police, do white people understand our complaint? And then the, in, in the same phase, do we also, like the Trump people, some of us or a lot of people are just putting them as, as racists, do we understand um, their concerns as well? Who wants to have a go? Uh, let, me, let, me have a, let me have a go. Okay. 
Yeah. So um, I came to the United States in 2005. So I've been here for just under 20 years, um, which is about a third of my, my life and half of my adult life. So I have uh, sort of followed what was going on. And as part of my understanding of this culture, I, embed, I, 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 uh, I immersed myself to understand history, to go back mm-hmm. as far as I could you know, in history before the founding of this country up to where we are today. And um, so looking at where we are and trying to answer a question like this one, white people, do white people understand the black people's complaint? You know, um, at the outset, to make certain assumptions, certain assumptions. And I think that that's the first thing that we have to, to deal with is, um, say like, um, what is a, what is a complaint? And uh, are we assuming that all white people understand that that uh, complaint? This is the way that I would I would put this. This is how I would approach this issue. The um, the United States, the founding of the United States, is uh, is is uh, cannot be separated. From the their particip- and our participation, the founders' participation in uh, in in uh, in slavery, and in what went on with the with the with the treatment of of blacks in a certain way, which now manifests as um, in a way as uh, as um, 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 as racism, as a, a systemic, uh, a systemic attitude, a systemic, um, a fault, a fault line in the way that that uh, that traces itself back in the history of that integration of uh, of blacks in this uh, in this country, and I think that as the politicians keep saying. The nation has to get has to get a handle on this. Has to get better at at uh, at uh, at treating at officially treating the the the, the black um, uh, black people. And so, what what we see are symptoms of a, of a fault that that lies so deep in the in the system that uh, we can't we can't over we can't overgeneralize, and, and the way I put it again, that there is a there is a fault line that needs to be recognized, and uh, so when we are researching how to work around that fault line, we we've got to we've got to be uh, careful that we um, we are not we are not suggesting more than uh, more than what is actually there. Um, so there is a fourth line. That line comes from the way that black people came here and were integrated into this into this system here, and how the numbers are showing now today on all fronts, on the political, on the economic, on the social front. The numbers are showing 
disequilibrium in terms of how the blacks are treated in this country. Mm. So, in, 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 in other words, uh, 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 Brother Shava, the, the white people don't understand our concerns. I, I, well, generalizing that is not. Uh, it's not something that you can uh, overgeneralize. I think uh, um, that they don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the way I put it. There is a general. It's not only. It's not only um, uh, many whites, but it's also many blacks do not even understand what that is, what it is. Um, so don't. Uh, I wouldn't overgeneralize. Mm. The, the, the question, question you wanted to say something? White. <laughs> I heard the voice. Go, go ahead, please. Oh, oh, this is yeah, this is Patrick. So, okay. The question, the question was, do white people understand our concerns? Now, right. the, what the last, what the last brother said was correct. We're having a general conversation right now. Generally, we're not talking about all individual white people. So I just want to put that out there. So I'm going to make okay. kind of more of a general statement, right? Yeah. Yes, they understand. They understand us. They, they understand our concerns. Back in the 80s, uh, you know, when crack came into, crack cocaine came into the black community, was introduced to the black community, we had a horrible problem with crack. I mean, families were ravaged. People were addicted. I mean, it was it was absolutely horrible. And at that time, you know, the, the, the response to that was because there was, you know, increased crime and drug dealing and all that kind of stuff, right? So the, 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 the thought from, now I'm just talking generally, from white people and politicians and at the grassroots level was that this was a crime, criminal problem. This was a crime problem that you have – Addicted to crack, you're a criminal, right? You're buying crack, so he's send you to jail, that kind of thing. Fast forward now in the 2000s and even up to today, methamphetamines and heroin is ravaging mm. parts of the white community, right? Mm. But they have said that now this is a health problem. It's, an, it's, an, it's, an epidemic. it's not a criminal problem. No. So, yes. Is a health epidemic, right? So what's the difference between the two? The reason that they understand is because they reacted differently when it was their children to when it was our children, which means that they understand the difference, and they didn't want their children to go through what we went through, which means they understand our concerns because they have this, they would have the same concern, mm, that's powerful. which is why they labeled it differently, Right? So it's the same with police. If it, if it's us, then Brianna Taylor, oh, she was uh, I don't know, her ex boyfriend was a drug dealer, and and so she somehow she deserves to be murdered. But when it's them, it's a whole different thing. Spin put on it, which means they do understand. So that's they they just give it a different touch. 
they just put a different <laughs> tag on it. Uh, you know, brother, Patrick, Roger. I, I, I like, <laughs> I like the way you are saying. You know, they, 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 they do understand. understand. And if they pretend, therefore, brother Patrick, that they don't understand, what should we do? That's why. Before brother Patrick answers, that's why. I'll be brief. I'll be brief. That's why you focus on them enforcing the laws as opposed to worrying about their feelings and what they feel and what they think. That's why you focus on the law. The problem we're having now is that when the law, when we were trying to get them to focus on what was right as far as the law, they have things like grand juries where they can go in and do all kinds of dirt and not give the jury any instructions on charges and not charge, and the jury normally can't come out and speak and say anything about it. So they use the law to their advantage. However, <laughs> in Breonna Taylor's case, the black prosecutor went in a grand jury and didn't put, file any charges against the officers, even though the jury said, hey, we can file more charges against this officer. He went in there and killed this woman based on a false police warrant. Uh-huh where they lied on the police warrant. And he came out of there and said, well, there was nothing we can do. We tried. We really tried. But there was a juror who said, I know I was on the grand jury, but I'm going to come and speak out anyway. Uh, I don't care if I get in trouble. And uh, he came out and spoke. They just took it to a well, judge. Well, the judge allowed them to. Yeah. The judge allowed them. Now the judge said all of them can speak. So now they're all coming out. Right? So even when you try mm. to take this legally, they have tricks up their sleeves, right? And this is mm. this is a black person who was going along with it, right? A black person who was, you know, so, yeah. Focus on the law. What? That's kind of the... Yeah. yeah. The, before yeah, I lose Roger, my train of yeah. thought, Roger, before Batisaba comes in, you see, it, what Patrick is saying is when he says they do understand, they just give mm. it a different tag, a different mm. tag, okay? Like the drug problem, it's now categorized under a psychiatric issue. Now, right. here's something interesting. Now, look at this. Hasn't the FBI said the white supremacist is the most dangerous thing? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, lo- um, local terrorism? If yeah. it was, if that was somebody of Eastern origin, oh my goodness, they'll quickly jump and say terrorism. You see what I'm trying to say? <laughs> they just give it a different touch. Yeah. Okay. My mama said very quickly. Let's go. Yes, I'll be very quick. Uh, yes, uh, black, uh, white people do understand that. And I think the question should be maybe, I don't know if you should rephrase it, and say, do law enforcement or do the government understand black, uh, black, uh, black people? Because if you see the Black uh, Lives Matter, there's a lot of white people who are getting involved. And most of us who have our white friends, when we get in trouble, the white friends, they come and rescue us. But when you go in court, that's when things get real confused. Like, well, what? I mean, why? You know, uh, the law enforcement, that's the one we have a problem with. Uh, the community do understand us. The law enforcement and the government don't, don't understand us. Uh, 
Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book about Jim, uh, D, uh, what uh, uh, Diallo, the guy in New York who got shot by uh, police officers. And those police officers, they come from good homes, you know, but it's the way they were being trained. And uh, it's the way the institution trends. You know, they, uh, there's professors who came out, and uh, recently, I don't know where the article I read, uh, that uh, they've been uh, advising the law enforcement longer, and they need to come out and need to stop the way they go about uh, dealing with, uh, with uh, black people. These are the professors, the criminal, the way they teach law in, uh, in, uh, in how to go about uh, uh, policing, you know. So the problem is not the uh, white people. The problem is the government, is the law enforcement. Okay, so I think, can I say something just, just there? I, 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 I want to move away from this topic, Shava. Okay, okay. Uh, the, no, the, let's No, while on this topic, we, we want to flip it just a little bit. Do we understand um, the, the, the white man's, uh, the white people's uh, concern? Uh, for instance, when we come, uh, you've seen uh, Trump campaigning uh, that uh, the, the suburbs, uh, you know, they have no crime. I've worked so hard. While Trump is making that noise, but we know he's speaking to a constituency who is um, scared of us to be in their community. The question is, what is their concern? Do, do we understand it? Why don't they want us in their community? It can't just be our color. Maybe. I don't know. Who wants to have a goal? What is there? Do we understand white people's concern? Uh, Roger, let, let me take um, a shot at it. I think that, um, yes, we understand. We may understand. And, but it, it's a whole lot more complex, psychological. It's years of being conditioned mentally that these people are like this. These people are like this. I'll give you a, 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 a very small example. Um, when, we, when I first came here, day one landed here, we went into uh, my friend's house, all going to the, the oh, come, let's go in the hot tub. Like six couples, their wives were wearing micro bikinis and they are white. So I dismissed the white people are crazy. We go to the beach, I saw black people, the same week. Black people, black girls, in my beginning, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Because for me, black people didn't, coming from Zambia, we didn't dress, never dressed like that. You see, so even with, uh, and another example, all we know about black Americans is what we see in the movies, for the most part, when I was in Zambia. So coming here, I find myself that I'm a little on the edge when I'm around uh, African Americans in my community. When I'm with the white people, I'm more comfortable and more relaxed. It's a side, but all they saw in the movies was if you're in the black community, there's drugs, there's guns, there's uh, strip clubs. That's all you are shown. So we are fed. Some of them may be deliberate, some of it may be unconscious, but when people are fed a certain message for years, so you find that things, when you stop to think about it, it's your belief that your conduct doesn't even make sense. Even you, when you're discussing it intellectually, you won't say, yeah, I should be afraid of, of African Americans. It will be, it's, it's nonsense. But, because of what, how we, our minds have been conditioned by media, uh, by certain things, uh, our friends, my friends will say, I've got no problem with color, but until his child starts dating a black, a black, uh, another black kid, 
for now, all of a sudden, it's, 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 a, it's a concern. But they have said all these years that I don't see color, it's okay, no problem. Until it's their child who is now dating a black child. Then you start saying things. So even the police, the training doesn't have to be when you see a black person kill. It's part of it is that in this neighborhood, you be on your watch. Or if instinctively you see a black person, you tense up. You know, so it's a conditioning. That's why movies like The Cold, because they went a long way in trying to portray African-Americans in a certain light. And I think we need those, more of those, to be portrayed. Um, you know, the, gay, the homosexual gay people are using that too, to normalize their lifestyle. So it's not an easy one to say, you know. It's not an easy one to analyze, but it's the conditioning of our minds that goes a long, long way in how we react and how we treat people. Okay. I, I like that part where you say it is, it is not an easy one. But I think these are the two difficult questions. Um, you, you know, on, on one side, I, I could just make myself feel so good, feel so nice. Oh, white people are so bad. But without me asking a question, um, the other way around, uh, whether I understand, uh, I understand their concern. I'm just worried about me. We, 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 I don't think their concerns are understood because their concerns have not really been voiced that. It has been voiced some, but it's maybe not that much. Dr. Francis Cress Welding back, I think it was the 80s or 70s, she was on a Donahue show, a talk show, and she was on there, and there was a white supremacist gentleman on there. And she said during one of the breaks, um, tele, uh, commercial breaks, she tapped the guy on the arm and said, hey, I know your concern is that your numbers are dwindling and that genetically you could be annihilated by black people genetically. And he said, she said that he said yes, but they won't let me talk about that. He never did explain who they were. He never did explain who they were. Um, so do we, understand their, do, do we understand their real concerns? I don't think they've ever voiced their real concerns. So when you have somebody like Bill Gates talking about population control, and he says, we have to get rid of this, and he puts an image of a family, the outline of a family on the screen, on, you know, he said, we have to get rid of that. He's not talking about his family. He's not saying that he's not looking forward to having grandchildren and his children getting married and having families. If he's not talking about himself <laughs> I, and his rich I, body, I, 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 I like what he's uh, talking about. I, 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 it's, it, this is a big, big problem uh, we all need to, uh, to face. Uh, Brother Patrick, you've attached to the uh, dwindling numbers of the, the white people. Uh, that is a real concern. It's survival. That is it's that survival. is a real that is a real concern. We, we have to say, uh, and, and we therefore, have to say, yes. I, I'm not sure if we need to assure them that we are not going to be a problem or treat them the way they've treated us when we have the majority. I'm not sure what we're supposed to do, but that is why we are, we were asking this question. I will not touch to. 
uh, I, I would just say it is, uh, it is complex. It is complex. Uh, like Roger, I said, Roger, I was Roger, trying Roger, to... Roger, let me just put this in as far as regulation is concerned. You cannot regulate how people feel. People are going to feel how they feel. What we can regulate and what can stop people is how you treat people just because they are different from you. That we can stop. The reason why some people do not steal is because they don't want to go to jail. There's a deterrent. So if there's no deterrent to you being racist, you're going to continue. You know, those tendencies are going to continue. There's got to be deterrence, unfortunately, with human Okay, beings. I, I, I really like what you have said. That concludes our, our <laughs> discussion. We, we, we cannot... Uh, um, uh, say that very quickly, Brother Chad. Say, say it very quickly. We cannot regulate issues of the heart, but yes. there is a deterrent where even if a person wanted to steal, they don't want to go to jail, therefore they will not steal. So if yes. there's a consequence for me shooting an unarmed black person just because of their color and can't just come and say I was afraid and that's the end of the case, if there's yes. a deterrent. Yes. Yes. So the, the bombshell in this discussion, the bombshell in this discussion is, um, I was thinking about uh, Brother Tisewe when he, he, he puts um, UPND is uh, uh, bad as well. They should go. Uh, PF is, is this. So I was thinking, does he understand? What UPND mean to a lot of people? But I was, I was thinking about you. Do you understand what UPND means, especially to the non-member people? Yes, I do understand. And the thing, uh, you know, you, you might be in power, but when you get in power... And, and you, uh, hold on you, before you, you answer. No, no, no. Hold on before I, you I answer. do understand. I do understand. Oh, but hold on. My point... My point, uh, Roger, my point is I need to raise out these issues before you guys get in power. What problem I have with you, you know? I, I like with what Watali has said. Watali has said let's start to put deterrence so that people do not misbehave. I think he's given it the whole, um, uh, 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 the whole con conclusion. In our country, uh, because someone belongs to this tribe, I mean, the, the, what we were talking about here, black and the white, is a tribal thing. Because someone belongs to this tribe is a national threat, and they are removed from, 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 from government. That one is a brewing danger in our country, as we now are, uh, uh, tend to independence, Nathan. You know? This is... Uh, when we thought as, as a nation, one Zambia, one nation, at Independence Day today, we feel we are even more divided than when we were just starting Muma 70s. This is what has now come to uh, characterize our independence. And it is not only in Zambia, by the way. Kenya is the same problem. Zimbabwe you is just the same took problem. words. You're just taking words out of my mouth, Roger. I was just, uh, you went mm -hmm. to Kenya. I was just about to say, isn't that the same situation we're dealing with in the U.S. today? That's yes. the same situation we're dealing with in the yes. U.S. today. Yes. You see? Yes. Today, yes. 
as you see, you find that everybody is set in their ways. I don't uh, even want to sort of have an inch to say your position. Yes. I need to respect Patrick's position and we can still yes. live together. It's a totally exactly. different ballgame. And and when you look at when when you are told fifty million plus have already voted, to me it also speaks a sense of See, there's an element of fear. That's the way I'm looking at this, Patrick. My, my I agree with you. I'm like, I agree with you. I'm saying to myself, people have been, they've got that element of fear to say, if I do not do this, we may end up with something that I don't want. You, you know what I'm talking I mean, it's, it's basically something that humanity is dealing with at, in this generation. Politics are the same everywhere. My young brother lives in South Africa. He tells me even there it's the same. You know, the the white whatever, yeah, the white apartheid dies. Yeah, on this Independence Day for Zambia, um, Dr. Patrick, you need to help us. We are seeing these divisions uh, go deeper and deeper. This is not just an American problem in Zambia. Uh, you go to um, Nigeria, it is the same. Kenya, it is the same. Ethiopia, it's a waste. It's a waste when it, when they come to to tribal tri- tribal co- conflict. Question is, next 50 years, Dr. Patrick, what should do we start doing to get out of this mess? We see we are even entering this Armageddon. Go ahead. Roger, before you go, uh, you, didn't, you didn't even give me a chance to... to uh, it's, to okay. It's, okay. Um, it's okay, it's no, okay. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. You, can't leave, go. you can't live like that. You, you, can't, you can't live like that, Roger. You can't go like that. If you, if you guys Patrick. are you are UPND and you need okay. to... Okay, go, go ahead, go ahead, Yama, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what, well, okay, what, you think I should have not said that? What, what, what do you think you want to hear from me? I mean, uh, what... Oh, I, I, the question what, what, is... Well, the question was, do you understand? But I like, I, I was saying, I like what everyone is saying. It is complex. It is very, very complex. We can transfer whatever we have heard about America to Zambia. We can transfer it to um, Kenya. To, 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 it, is, it is complex. That's, that, 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 that's why I thought it was a, you know, a it, even now, But go ahead, go ahead. Stop complaining and go ahead. Fred member came and explained. Fred member came and explained his position. You know, some people they're just gonna go because they like the person uh, because he's a H A is a H H. You know, the problem for me I have with uh, with H H is not a president yet. He's not elected as a as a as a thing, and he's dealing like somebody was already in a, in a in a government. You know, there's a time for campaigning. There's a time for raising problems. You know, right now there's no election. You know, so he's going in and raising all this problem. Is that kind of? Do you want me to be like that next next year too? Do you want me if because I have money? Do you want me to be like HH? Can you imagine if we have uh, people, ten people like HH right now who have money and raising and acting like him? You know, where the country will be? That's a problem of with HH. You know, and that. So, so, Rayama, let, let me just help you uh, again. Your, your understanding of the situation. To me, 
I don't mean it to, to, to be insulting, but it's very basic. Uh, everyone here has said it's very complex. <laughs> you know? Everyone here has said it's very complex than, 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 than the way you, have put, you are putting it. You see, the thing I like about uh, you guys, and uh, there's a lot of doctors, and when you're doing your thesis and you are you are you you are you are explaining you are explaining your position, you know, there's a kind of lot of uh, things, uh, different point of view, and try to go deep and understand me. Even when uh, 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 David Hume and Descartes, you know, if they if they were Africans, we won't listen to Descartes. And we won't listen to David, to David Hume. Those guys, they had, you know, they had, uh, but you, you just want me to say, oh, because HH has been treated like this, and I shouldn't come out and say, HH right now, for me, he should not be a president because I don't agree the way things he does. Balungu uh, should not be a president as, as far as I'm concerned. And never okay, well said. opportunity. Well said, well said. Uh, Dr. Pat, I, I hope you have your uh, thing to, together. On, on this issue and independence, 50 years, where do we go? How do we solve our, our problem? Yes, I, I've been writing seriously uh, comments <laughs> yeah. about what, what, my, what my brothers in, uh, have been saying or have said to this point. And I, I would like to to share with you some of the thoughts. Mm-hmm. We are in the midst of influences, many influences that quickly mm. emerges into confluences. And those confluences result in the individual influence of an individual or the person. I, I just just look at the um the book written by Carter Carter G. Wilson, and it, it, the title of the book is Miseducation of the Negro. I would change that, and I would change that to to be read as the miseducation of the United States citizens or individuals who are living within the boundaries of the United States which dovetail to your question, your original question, which is uh, the answer to that is yes and no for the black people and yes and no for the white people. And those who do not know that's black and white, then what we need to do is answer their request for learning. And those who do not we have to look at them and hope that there is something that triggers their their thought processes to make them want to learn. We have in in existence now is what I call the Mad- Madison Avenue of Black Propaganda, which is one of one of the brothers who called in. He said that what we know of Black Americans is what we read. And what we see on television, and that sure. is a negative stereotype. That's being marketed for the purpose of keeping "quote unquote" blacks in their place. Now, some some individuals, some white individuals, recognize that, 
and they profit from it. Some individuals do not recognize it and therefore go along with this negative stereotype. And what we need to do is we need to educate and we need to uh, propagate the the miseducation that's been going on. Uh, I think the best, as a matter of fact, the one of the <clears throat> reasons that there is a need for education or being uh, re-educated, uh, being reacclimated to the environment that we're in, is the request that I've been getting. Uh, uh, many people know of me uh, during Black History Month of going, uh, going and giving many presentations. But as strange as it may sound, they're asking for a different type of presentation. And the different type of presentation is black civics, declaration, and the articles and the Constitution. And what it is is it's talking about 76. You mentioned 56, but we're talking about I'm talking about 76. Our roots began, not our roots, but our political um, upbringing began in 1776, whereas um, Zambia's political upbringing began in, in, <clears throat> in 1956 or thereabouts or close to it. So what I'm, what I'm saying is if we look at the Declaration of Independence, and we look at the Articles of Confederation, and we look at the U.S. Constitution, nowhere in those three major documents is the word mentioned slavery. However, in those three documentations, there's a great deal of wordsmithing that brings about the mindset of slavery, the brainwashing of slavery, and the institutionalization of slavery. If we learn our if we learn our history, if we learn and we dig deep into the wordsmithing of the Constitution and the Articles of Confederation and the Declaration of Independence, we will begin to learn and liberate our minds. We we talked about uh, I think Brother Patrick talked about the judiciary system. Sure. That is what is never touched on or never talked about. What we always talk about is the Article One of the Constitution, which is the legislature. We, look, we talk about Article Two of the Constitution, which is the executive branch. But we really, really talk about Article Three, which is the judiciary. And we should focus on that. We're talking about the Supreme Court justices. Uh, we're talking about the appointment as well as the election. And they are the body that influences our lives greatly. And so we need to look at more closely at the institution or the judiciary institution. And, and finally, let me, let me just uh, dovetail this with, with the meaning of confluences resulting in influences. The confluences of the Declaration of Independence and the Articles of Confederation and the Constitution 
when you bring them together, it gives an insight as to what we are all about. So what happens? Nationally as well as internationally. It is a great deal of wordsmithing. And that's why it's very important to make sure our children educate themselves and make sure we educate themselves. Because if you can't write and you're not aware of what's being written, you're doomed to repeat the history, the negative histories of life. So I, I, I encourage and I behoove everyone to look into the Constitution, look into the Articles of Confederation, as well as the Declaration. When I say look in, look at the meaning of it and the roots of it and what it sprouts as a result of it. Uh, two, two minutes or so, Dr. Pat. I also want to touch on uh, on the divisions we talked about in Africa, our own countries. Uh, after independence, we seem uh, to be just breaking apart. Uh, what would you say? I would say the the articles of uh, declaration and the independence are written in each country, in each African country, are written by not the Africans. What they need to do and what we should do as, as a, a, a unity or as an entity is to look at those declarations and see if they're about us and for us. And we need to do some revision because when we revise it, it should be like the saying FUBU, for us, by us, those constitutions should be for us and by us. And we should look at everything that's written from this point on, as well as in the past, to see if it is actually for us and if it is by us. We need to write. We need to read. And we need to change the wordsmithing. Because if we leave it as is, they will be reading something that has nothing to do with us, that will not benefit us. It will benefit the original constructors of these declarations. And this is true for every African country as well as it is true for the African diaspora. That includes the United States. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that is uh, powerful, uh, Dr. Patrick. Like, like uh, powerful in the other from the song. Uh, this is another powerful in another di- di- direction. Who, who else wants to to add on as we are looking at this uh, uh, Armageddon fa- facing uh, Africa, especially on tribal division? Roger, can I touch? Roger. Can I touch on what Titus said earlier? And I just wanted to piggyback on his statement having to do with if you have a wonderful home, uh, you should not go or be um, activated by going to a five-star hotel. I say this, even, even I would like to elevate that. It is when you're living in a wonderful home and your home is beautiful, you will not stand for a one-star hotel or two-star hotel or three-star hotel. 
You want something better because you're living in something better. I, I, I agree okay. with Absolutely. that. I, I agree yeah. with that. Just to keep in with Pastor Pat, when, when, I mean with um, Dr. Pat, what, when he says we, we need to reflect and check our laws and everything, I think for me that's at the center of everything. No matter who we put in the White House or State House, again, there's no deterrent to doing wrong. <clears throat> they begin to do wrong eventually. The only way you mitigate that is not to trust in the goodness, good heart of an individual, but to have a country that is governed by laws that are respected, adhered to, and enforced. If we do not get to that place, we're going to be seeing the same song 50 years. The judiciary must be made independent. If your judicial system is not independent, look, the next president may not see one million dollars to trust. He may do something different, so that. Mm. We all disagree with, you know, just like the exact crimes of Tulungu uh, uh, are not the same crimes that, uh, uh, you know, to the same extent as the previous president or the other president. Same thing with Kaunda. If in each era, with each leader, there are people who are totally disgruntled and there are people who are happy with them, you know, and that's part of democracy. But I think it is important but, 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 that we as a With all their institutions in America, who would thought they would have a character like Trump uh, come and uh, destroy everything <laughs> the country no, no, but, has but, believed in? But, but, but yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. Thing. With, what is the, with, with what is standing in America, the reason why mm-hmm. Donald Trump has not made it into a personal family enterprise and done ten times worse is because there are certain laws that they're afraid of. Even yeah, right now, you're right. his sons are talking you're about right. if we lose, we're going to go to jail. Yeah, right now he's even scared of the the, the system is, is sorting him out as with the election. I agree with you. I agree. My last thought, my last thought, I've listened to the program before. Can we say as Zambians, outside of what Lungu has done, is there something positive that we can say about our nation? Because at the end of the day, um, we still love Zambia. There's got to be something that, for me, is there a place of hope? For us as a people, as of Zambians, forget the government, forget the You, 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 you see, that, that goes to our initial question, right? Uh, us refusing to to understand each other's concern. That is your question right there, you know? <laughs> Everything you see in the other corner is dark. Ah, Lungu. Yeah. On Lungu, I'm with Wajisewemwe. Yeah, on Lungu. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> no, no, but look, we are. We all agree. But look at Americans. Even though they disagree with the government, when their son is out on the field, they'll say, you are the greatest. They, they find little things so that they hold themselves and say, we are the best at this. Zambia can be great at this. We have, even if we're going to say we have great soccer players, even just that, it lifts the spirit mm. of the Zambians because we've mm. got to leave the people mm. with the hope. I, 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 I agree with you. Let me show That's a great point you make there. Uh, we talked about one Zambia, one nation, somebody, or Vizvashava or somebody. And even our KK, uh, Nathan, when he came on our radio, if you remember, it is the greatest gift Zambia, uh, God has given to Zambia. One Zambia, one nation. We, 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 we have politicians who are trying to take advantage of our tribes and d- divide us. But I, I hope we are so, uh, so much together, uh, they, they, they will fail. But I doubt it. 
I doubt it. That is the one gift, even at this independence, uh, Brother Charlie, I will celebrate for Zambia. Uh, when I look at this Bemba guy, it does not bother me. When I look at this one, and to some of us, that is the, even the fight we are fighting today. We don't want somebody yeah. to mess with that, to mess with one Zambia, yeah. one, one, one nation. Yeah. As far as Rungu, I would lie. I would start lying here, shall I say. Uh, so let me <laughs> search, search my encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, others, others, what do you have to say? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm I, I, I'm listening and doing something else. I, I missed I missed part of the okay, conversation. Okay, that's okay. That, 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 that's okay. That's um, okay. Others, we are looking at the first number one problem dividing Africa of uh, uh, is it tribes? Can we call them tribes or ethnic ethnic groups? That one is killing is killing Africa as a as a whole. How how do we make a stop? Uh, to, to, to that one and begin to build, be, begin to build uh, like we did uh, at Independence, uh, Independence uh, Day in 1964. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think my, my opinion, uh, it, it's, uh, I, you know, someone alluded to it, you know, being similar to kind of the, the, the mind of people and what, what we think. So, uh, it's, it's. I think you you have to have a goal greater than your tribe. Uh, you you have to have a, a, a goal greater than your province, and, and, and a goal greater than you, you know who you, you know, a goal like that can unite you as 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 a people. Because uh, mm. uh, you know, I, I think when when people are worried about their own security and insecurities, and it is a it is a matter of the heart and a, a way of life that uh, it, you know has kind of. It's it's the it's 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 in a sense it's it's the African you know culture there there are tribes that divide different different regions so some of it it's going to be something that we're going to grow up but I think if you've got something greater that we're all fighting for and trying to achieve you, know, you, you you give up something for something greater right I like that can I can I say something. Yes, hey, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. We have uh, 10 minutes to go. Yeah, when Dr. Patrick was speaking, I think he made extremely important points, um, starting with uh, influences leading to confluences. Uh, but what I wanted to go back on was the point that um, the, the strategy, I mean, when you are playing chess, you are looking at the board as a whole. And to win a, a, a chess match, you have got to have a strategy. And I think a strategy for uh, doing anything of, of the magnitude that we are talking about really hinges on, on, on um, policy, on the vision that we have for ourselves as a, as a nation or as a community of nations. Uh, and I think uh, my brother, who just spoke, who just spoke uh, alluded to this as well, that we've got to look in the mirror and see ourselves. We've got to look into the future and envision who 
we we want to be uh, and see and articulate that uh, that vision and then put in the put in a policy, put in um, a structure that we can all rally around, like mm. nation building. It will really be like start, uh, what do you call nation building. There's a lot of Pan-Africanism going on, and and uh, that workers are around this this issue of Pan-Africanism, seeing our seeing Africa as one, seeing Africa working together in one way or another, whether it's regional uh, blocks, but starting to think in that way and putting in institutions. Finally, my comment, going back to the discussion on America, is that like, like here, I think the, the winning strategy is one where you put into the legal system uh, policies that support your perspective or your view. So when we are looking at um, at the majority in going into the future, the majority will set the policies. The majority will set the, the judicial system policies. They will set the education system policies. They will set the healthcare policy and, and so forth and so forth. Institutions are really at the heart of what is going on. And the fight that we have, whether it is in the political or social arena, is about the policies. Because everything hinges yes. on the policy. When you have a, when you have policy where in, in terms of healthcare for example, if you view healthcare as a right or access to uh, <clears throat> affordable care as as a right or as a privilege, already right there, you are setting a policy in one direction or in the other direction. The fight is about about institutions, because institutions will outlast population, mm. and the majority will always hold <laughs> the will always hold uh, I, I, the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I agree with what the brother is saying. Policy is very important. Those things are very important. Those things take time. But <clears throat> policy is not everything, right? So there's nothing stopping us. Like, let's say, as an example, there's a rundown school in Zambia somewhere, right? There's nothing stopping us from pooling money and, and getting donations and that kind of thing and rebuilding that school, put laptops in there, new whiteboards, all that stuff. There's nothing stopping us from doing that. And those are the types of actions that inspire people. When right. they ask who is doing this, oh, Roger from Canada and some other Zambians from the U.S. and somebody from the U.K. and <laughs> some American, they all got together and put money together and rebuilt this school. It. Yes, at a high level, those things have to be done. But that does not stop us from doing the small things that inspire right. and that can inspire a nation, right? It's the, little, it's the small things that you can do, and those incremental uh, improvements and changes and 
whether it's in health or education or, you know, um, taking, you know, these little medical centers or something like that, raising money for new equipment and, and beds and, you know, the medical mattresses, which is what a brother in Montreal did in Benin. He raised a bunch of money and they went to different villages in Benin and changed out all of their cloth mattresses, which were the pictures I saw were just heartbreaking. I was like, they, people actually lay on that? Like, and he got the money, they sent the mattresses over, and they traveled over to actually deliver. It was him, and the rest of the white people that, the people that went were white. They, they raised almost all the money, right? There's things that we can do, to, that we can do to inspire people and say, hey, things are getting better, and that we can include different people from different tribes to say, hey, we need this, this, this school maintained. We'll get one person from here, one person from there. How about we pay you to maintain and come in and clean and that kind of thing? Like, there's ways that it can be done. It doesn't always have to be high level, right? Mm-hmm. It's the smaller things that can be done that will inspire people. Uh, you, you know, brother um, Patrick, what you have said is uh, very critical, and trust trust me, there's a lot of those small small things happening as as we speak. Uh, when we talk about big things like um, what we are seeing in America, the tribal uh, politics we are seeing in America. Uh, tribal politics happening in uh, a lot of African countries. Those have, um, uh, for instance, in our country, if you belong to a tribe called Tonga or Lozi, uh, the current government is removing them from government. What does that mean? We um, are starving ourselves of people who are educated, who could contribute to the growth of our, of our nation, our independent nation. But what are we doing by taking away a certain section of our people? We are going backwards. We are putting people who, whom we call in Africa, in Zambia, as yes brothers. They may not be uh, qualified to do the job, but just because they belong to the certain party or certain tribe, you bring them in. Those are not small issues which one individual can, but a group like ourselves can begin to tackle. Roger. I hope, I hope you Roger. see a difference, Brother Patrick. Yeah, Roger. Mm-hmm. Let's let's um let's begin using our own terminology and and move away with uh, negative stereotypes. We, we often say tribe and tribal reaction. Let's replace that word tribe with our own words. And two words that I could use would be our um, totems or family. So whenever we are talking about um, tribe, we, we just substitute the word tribe with family, family groupings, or we... We substitute cry for totem families, and and I like therefore that. when we talk about totem, like, it's, it's a good start. It's, it's a it's, yes. it's a good start. It's it's a very exactly. good start. It's a very good start. Yeah, it's a very good start. 
um, especially for, again, a country like Zambia, Dr. Pat, my sisters, Amkaonde, they are married to Tongas, people from Luapula, that's where they, they are mar married to. So to say they are family, you are 100% right. correct. Yeah. Right, exactly. Extend, extended families. Extended, yeah. But um, this has to be our, our project, uh, Nathan, to reverse uh, the current trend. Not only for Zambia again. We heard uh, when the lady came from, um, uh, from Malawi, uh, that lady, she was also talking about this thing. We need to reverse this trend. We need to reverse it. We, we, need, for we us, need to reverse it. For us buyers, use our own terminology. Mm -hmm. Okay, for, uh, for us, by us. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Okay, some of the, the weddings which have come, uh, we have to start seeing uh, bigger, bigger than sales, uh, bigger than self. Um, who, who do we uh, want, uh, want to be? Uh, they, 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 I was thinking, oh, okay, Dr. Patrick has told me not to be, not, 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 to, not to be small in thinking. But the selfishness of people, um, we have to find a way of countering it. Um, Dr. Kasonso last week talked about when it comes to healthcare, it's about money. It's not about about politics. The people who control this, are, it's about money. So it's a whole Roger, before, question. Roger, Roger, before you go, uh, yes. by, by the, thing, the thing you said, I said, uh, did you did you think I meant tribal, or were you saying were you saying uh, it's just? It's a way uh, I worded it. Or were you thinking I was tribal? No, was no it's just the way you worded it. I, I, I just wanted to know okay. whether you understand. Uh, uh, and in my view, again, I apologize in front, <laughs> up front, the way you've said H H this, H H that, it is very, very basic. You don't seem to understand why the, a certain section of the entire country would like H H president. <laughs> you don't understand that. that. that uh, you know, the, the only thing the, that's the only thing about even the independence. You know, you, uh, I can go on and I uh, said, you know, our forefather fought for independence <laughs> because there was a, a and you 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 will view me like I don't understand, Roger. I, I do read. <laughs> I, I do read. And you and I we sit down and show you some information. I know some. I do read, Roger. Serious. No, you do. Uh, 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 you, our you brother Warren is not here. Patrick, hold on, hold on. There is this coalition, uh, uh, Dr. Pat, Nathan here listening. We really need to, to work towards, um, I'm also thinking the, the African-American coalition. I'm sure they are there. There are a lot of them. Uh, it, we need to join one of those, uh, Nathan. We need to be a part of this uh, uh, growing coalition of the African Americans and the Africans. Um, again, when we look at Africa, what is happening in Africa, if our brothers and sisters in California, Texas, start to speak up as well, I think something, something nice is coming up. So that was our independence. Uh, we want to come back to One Zambia, One Nation rather than uh, a divided family. Have a good weekend, everyone. Dr. Patrick, I'm going to send you the song from Omau 
Sangare from Mali. Bye. 